for joining us at Impact Your Business, Impact Your Life. Throughout these videos, we are going to be interviewing successful business owners, real estate professionals, and all around amazing people. We're excited that you are joining us. Please take a look, please like, please subscribe, and we look forward to bringing you some great content. How's everything out there? Weather good? You know, weather is really good. It has been... Uh... It has been uh, 60 degrees. Once the rain stopped, man, it got it got wonderful. Nice. Very nice. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, been, it's been great since then. Um, awesome. That is for sure. Good deal. Good deal. Okay. Well, we will, like I said, I'm just going to let people in as they come in. We'll get going, so we make sure we stick to everyone's time. Um, okay, so for those, I know most of you on this call know who Brian is, but I know we've got some people here that, may not have heard him speak in person um, are from other areas and locations as well. So thanks for joining us. Um, so Brian Eisenhower here, he obviously owner of and founder of Eisenhower Coaching, team leader, genius real estate mind. Um, actually, the reason I'm at KW is through Brian as well. So right. I still tell the story that when I was solo and working full-time property management, Brian would meet me every month and he would say, work on this, go do this, and I'll see you in a month. And I'd come back the next month. Yep, done that. Go do this. And he said, once you have 10 grand in your bank account, come full time. I had about six and a half in my account. I said, screw it. Let's just go full time and we'll see how it works out. So it worked out well, thankfully. So I appreciate you for doing that for me. <laughs> you bet. No, I remember. I'm so happy to see where you've come over. I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud. <laughs> love it. Love it. So we kind of dive in. So I know, obviously, we're going to talk about everyone's worrying about the market, things that are happening, what's going on. So before we dive into that, you know, I touched on what you've done a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself, yourself, how you got to where you are, your company, and we're kind of diving from there. Yeah, we. Um, I've been been in real estate for thirty three years now. Uh, I am now an owner of many real estate brokerages, uh, national mortgage company. Um, I have a coaching and consulting company. Uh, we're one of the largest coaching and consulting companies. Uh, in the real estate industry in North America now. Um, so we've got about, oh, I don't know, over 500 coaching clients. We've got a team of about 46 coaches. And uh, we create, we also create, a lot of people don't know this, we create a lot of online training systems for real estate brokerages and teams as well too. So we build out a lot of training content for them and almost build them their online websites. Uh, not almost, we do. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where we're at now. I mean, my passion is getting people to sell more real estate and getting them successful. Uh, my wife has a real big real estate team as well. Uh, she's the number one agent, number one team in central California. Um, so um, with that being said, um, I'm all things real estate. I love it. I, I run with a high motor. I, I, uh, I, I don't see any, any signs of me slowing down. <laughs> um, so I like just trying to kind of help people sell more. So I've been through a lot of these different ups and downs and in the market and changes. I've dealt with high interest rates, low interest rates, high sales volume, low sales volume, high prices, low prices, all of the above. So um so, and I, and I just love navigating the business. I just love navigating the business. I love helping agents. I know, I know a lot of you guys very well. That's, that's for sure. I see some familiar faces on there. So it's exciting to see you. Awesome. So, awesome. so let's dive, let's dive in then. So I know obviously with you guys coaching so many people, um, what are you kind of seeing right now? Like, what are you seeing from both in your eyes of what's happening in the market, but also what you're getting back from those clients you're coaching? 
Okay. So, well, there's definitely been a slowdown in sales volume, right? So what I'll say, number one, is there's two, when you hear people and people ask you about the real estate market, it drives me nuts because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of irritable that way. To me, there's two, it depends what you're talking about. There's two different types of real estate markets out there. Okay. There's real estate sales is one market. And then there's real estate prices is another. Generally speaking, real estate sales, the only person that cares about that are agents. Okay. The, the public doesn't care. Your, your friends that aren't agents don't care about how sales are doing. They just don't care. What they care about is housing prices, the other market. They care about our prices going up or down. Down, that means I should buy or up means I should, you know, that means I'm, I'm either, either great if I sell or I'm worth a lot more money. That's what they care about. But there's lots of, lots of confusion over those two right now. And they don't necessarily move at the same time. That's the interesting thing. Um, they, one can go one way and the other can go the other and they get convoluted and, and the media nowadays definitely helps convolute that, um, you know, clickbait is probably the biggest enemy of, of intelligence, I guess, probably in the world, but certainly our, our industry, um, you know, they'll be saying real estate markets crashing or real estate market declines by 50%. And, and, and they may mean sales dropped, but they don't mean prices are dropping like that. Uh, they'll use things like month over month stats as opposed to year over year stats um, that confuse a lot of people. So that creates a new obligation on us as agents to educate um, and make sure, you know, that, you know, to really be that counselor. So we ourselves have to be knowledgeable about those differences because that's what our clients depend on us for, Right. Um, our clients depend on us to know those two differences. Can I can I give you can I share my screen? Yeah, you should um, to, to show you something. I, I think that the easiest way to do it is to is to probably show you right now. Let me show you this chart. Hopefully you can see it. This is the amount of homes sold in the United States, according to the National Association of Realtors down at the bottom. And you can see as you move from left to right. You know, home sales in the 90s. And, you know, we're going back a good, you know, 32 years here, 33 years now, I guess. And as we move through and we get into 2000, you can see this was the housing boom of 2005 when 6.2 million homes sold. We actually got above that. Um, you know, we then, then things went down, sales went down, and prices went down at the same time. That's what confused a lot of people because that's not been the case lately. Then housing prices jumped up. And we we started really, you know, move and move and move and nice grit. The steadiest real estate market in history has probably been since 2010 to 2000 through 2022. Prices moved up and then we got a whole bunch of sales volume all the way up to 6.4 million homes sold in 2021. And then 2022 happened and literally we jumped down to 4.4 million in home sales. So you're, I mean, you're talking almost two thirds less home sales for a real estate agent last year. That means, I mean, can you, I mean, that, I mean, that, that we get paid based on those home sales. So that means in theory, two thirds less commission was earned by real estate agents last year. And that has to do with almost entirely due to rapidly increasing interest rates like we haven't seen since 1980 and 1981. I mean, to see, and that's going way back, you know, we're going back 40, 50 years now where you saw the Fed chairman just 
saying, hey, I'm just going to keep up in them, you know, over and over and over again. Pretty nuts. Um, however, that's not what happened to home prices. You know, yeah, we saw some month over month declines because there were no sales. And basically, the only people that were buying and selling were people down around, you know, people that, that had to. So a lot of people that don't need to sell, especially so many people having moved, didn't, especially the luxury. I mean, the luxury market, the higher priced homes, they don't need to sell, certainly not during the winter. So they didn't. Um, so that means the average price appeared to decline because luxury stopped selling. The average price of sales was lower. Does that mean prices are dropping? Not necessarily. Um, I think most people across the country, and, and again, we coach many of the highest producing agents and teams across North America. So we've got coaches and clients everywhere. There's not inventory. And when there's not inventory, you can pretty much count on prices to go up. Yeah. Okay. When supply is down, prices go up. That's why they call it supply side economics. Buyer demand matters, but not as much as a lack of supply. Um, so yeah, interest rates going up hurts a little demand. But point of the matter is now that we're into 2023, the idea of a 6% interest rate, everybody's okay with that. What seems foreign is a 3% interest rate. That seems like decades ago. So people's well, expectations have adjusted. Go ahead. I was going to say, so what is that in a nutshell? Like someone's trying to message that. How do you put that into a nice message? If you're speaking to database, online leads, Facebook, whatever it is, how do you get that message out? What does it need to look like? Well, I think it's it, I think it's really not so much the message is is the contacting. That's that's number one. So you've got to be out there. You've got to be contacting your database. Number one, the market is conditioning them. You don't need to tell them, hey, here's what the rates are. Everybody knows. You know what I mean? Everybody knows. Every what they don't know right now is that supply is low and it's a great time to sell or buy. What you should be doing is showing more than telling them to answer your question. So in so let me show you what I might show them. This one's going to kind of light you up a little bit. Check this out. And, I, and I'll give this to you. So take a look at this chart here. We're going all on the left-hand side. This green line that kind of rotates from left to right shows you what's happened with the average home prices in America going all the way back to 1960 now. Okay, so we're going back, uh, you know, quite a ways. And you can see home prices have always gone up over time. This is based on NAR, again, average home price, National Association of Realtors. As we move up, we move up. It's just a nice steady increase. I mean, the line hasn't sped up or decreased. It just keeps moving up. Now, we did have a big price recession because we had an overabundance of supply. It wasn't because of a lack of demand. We had too many homes being built, too much supply on the market. Those, you know, and there's a lot of things that contributed to that, but that's what ended up creating the, the price drop. And then all of a sudden we, you know, we reset and we started moving up again. Okay. The people that have seen a price drop in the second half of 2022 understand in 2022, home prices did increase 5.6% last year. That's a big one. Prices actually went up last year. Yeah, they decreased at the end of it. But you can see there are all kinds of bumps. Here's, you know, there's 
COVID in here. There's all these different little bumps up and down, things like Greece's economy collapsing or, you know, different things, junk bond markets or, you know, Oklahoma City bombings and things like that throughout history that causes prices to jump up and down for short periods of time. Only twice has it lasted for more than a few years, and that would be the Great Depression and the Great Recession around 2008. But other than that, there's all kinds of these little tiny like interest rate changes, things like that, that we've seen over the, you know, here's the last time in the, you know, the early 80s, interest rates kind of slowed things. That's their job. They're trying to slow the economy down and slow down home prices. And we're seeing that right now. Interest rates all of a sudden created this little leveling off of the average home price. So that's why home prices, there isn't anyone out there saying that home prices aren't going to keep going at a nice tick up. So the idea of someone waiting to buy and timing the market is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely not, especially with your personal residence. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to wait for home prices to go down, then sell your house and buy a new one? Are you going to wait for home prices to go up and then sell your house for more, but pay more for a new one? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense here. You can always refinance the rate if you think those are going down. So the idea of timing the market is absolutely ludicrous. It's an excuse that people use to tell themselves they don't need to like clean up their house for sale right now. We'd like to take this moment to thank one of our partners, the Edie Waters Network powered by Lacido Global with Keller Williams. We are a real estate company here in the Kansas City Metro. We also service St. Louis, Wichita, and areas in Colorado. Please reach out to us if you have any home buying or selling needs, or if you're a real estate agent thinking that you may want to make a move, possibly join the team, we would love to have the opportunity to talk with you. Thank you, and let's get back to the episode. I do feel like there's been a lot less, I would say last year you were getting those investors that were saying, oh, I'm just going to wait till it collapses next year and yada, yada. I feel like that's happening less now. I'm hearing less of that because I think that's not yeah. realize what you said. That's right. The market is conditioning them. So that's the one thing we always think about, like, what do we got to do differently in this new market? This is not a new market. This is just like that entire chart I showed you. There's little ups and downs all the way through. This is clearly not one of the great recession things. I mean, we don't have any houses to sell. How do prices crash when there's nothing, when there's not enough to sell? So what's happening is people are starting to get, you know, the gist of that. You're, I mean, it, it's, you know, we're talking, you know, in winter still, you know, wait till spring and summer hits, you know, and people want to start buying and moving and things hit the market. You're going to keep seeing, especially as you get closer to median home prices across the country, anywhere you're looking in around the median home price, you're going to still start to see a lot of over asking multiple offer scenarios coming on board. Um, Cause there's just not enough houses. There's just not any, when there's not enough houses, price will go up. When prices go up, that gets reported. Consumer confidence is very, very high. Mm-hmm. Um, because that gets talked about. They they hear it. So they will condition you. The key is for the agent to just put their blinders on like a racehorse who can't see the other horses next to them. Don't worry about the click bait and keep staying in contact with your people. So because the market will teach them. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say so with regards to, and I know you don't have a crystal ball, obviously, and let's say nothing crazy happens in this world, which you know could happen. Um, with the sales that we had last year, I think we said 4.6 million sales. What do you, if you were to guess this year and kind of estimate, where, where do you think we're going to fall? Do you think we're going to be close to that, lower than that, higher than that? What are your, what are your predictions? You know, that is, that's a great question. You know, um, 
I don't think we'll be higher than that, um, only because of the slow start. The question is, when does it go crazy again? Does it go crazy in spring or does it go, does it take summer? Because you're going to see some year over year price drop data that comes out because prices were so high at the start of 2022. Now in 2023, people, some people are still spooked. So we may not see the expensive houses go on the market as much, which keeps median home prices lower. And that makes people think prices are dropping. Now, um, I think the consumer confidence comes back. Um, so, and I think we're going to be on a, you know, so long as the Federal Reserve doesn't start trying to, you know, control it too much. That's the hard part when the Federal Reserve comes back into play like they were in the 80s and 90s so frequently. They were the nemesis of the real estate agent, you know. Um, my dad used to walk around the house cursing the name Greenspan and Bernanke and all these guys because they, you know, that that was the enemy. It wasn't Republicans versus Democrats. If you're a business person, it was the Fed chair trying to slow things down all the time to prevent inflation. Um, well, that 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 hasn't been a play for a lot of different reasons for the last 20 years, right? We've been we've been trying to stimulate the economy for 20 years. So the, the Fed chair has just kind of had a muzzle. Um, so that changes things, but I'm guessing, you know, we're definitely going to be up. There's no doubt. I, I do think we're going to see a big uptick. Um, and I expect it to keep going up now, um, because people are going to start to realize housing, you know, the, the big fear is our housing price is going to drop, you know, mm -hmm. investors are, are back to buy in all the institutional investors are back to buy in. They all get it. The world's not ending. You know, the Fed Reserve is cutting back on their rate increases now, and they've all but said they don't have much more in them. Um, there's even been talk of cutting rates, you know, at the end of the year. So when that starts to happen, I mean, I, I, I think we could be up there in the, I think we'll get up over 5 million homes sold this year. Um, you know, maybe 5.5, somewhere in that range. So let's say, let's put a prediction, my first prediction of the year, I'll put it out there at 5.25. I'll put it right between the two. <laughs> That's assuming that, you know, things start thawing off, yeah. uh, in, in late spring. But if, you know, I, I will tell you, it's been hotter in most places in the country in January, especially the last two weeks of January, mm -hmm. almost everywhere in the United States, way hotter than I anticipated. Well, um, a couple of agents, actually, when we were doing one-on-ones, out of the blue, were like, I feel like all these buyers are coming out of the woodworks. I had four people reach out to me today or whatever. And that wasn't happening in the past 60 days. We're getting tons of that. I mean, tons of that. Like, hey, I'm ready to list. When should I list? Lots of that, you know. So you're getting the buyers coming out, the sellers coming out. Um, so, I, you know, this could be faster. If it happens faster than spring, kind of like last year did, um, or excuse me, yeah, like in the year before, like we were getting during that COVID time, you know, when things were going really crazy, where, where January felt like May. You know, um, you know that this could get higher. You know that 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 was the difference. Is you know people are just buying and selling, panicked. You know, um, it could happen too. I mean, it's starting to. That's for darn sure. So, but what do you what do you recommend to people? Whether it's you're on a you're running a team or you're a solo agent or whatever, is it a time? Are we cutting expenses? Because I'm seeing some teams like they kind of freaked a little oh. bit and they're cutting everything, doing all this stuff. Are you cutting? Are you doubling down on something? What what are you recommending with your clients? Well, number one, we'll first start preventative. You must have a capitalized business. This is real estate. Okay. So you got to capitalize your business, number one. So if, you know, every, I think everybody knew we were going to have, a, you know, as the Fed gets the rates up to where they want them, there's going to be, you know, everybody gets polarized. There aren't going to be a lot of sales, whether that's six months or nine months, we don't know, you know, but there's going to be a, a low sales period where, where 
you know, if you have reserves, well, let's talk Dave Ramsey says, have six months of your operating expenses in reserve. And he's probably the most conservative dude on the planet. Okay. A lot of people say two months, three months. So that you can actually go down and actually lose a little bit of money without slashing personnel and marketing and all this stuff. Cause now you're cutting muscle when the market picks back up, you don't have that stuff. So you don't get to capitalize on it. So you can go three steps forward, but if you take two steps back, now we start over, you might lose a couple of years in your growth and profitability. So you want to try to minimize that as much as possible. So real estate teams need to have an operating account and, 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 and a secondary account that is capitalized so that we actually keep in reserve. So a good team that has good assets is going to have reserves. So when prices drop, we don't get reactive like a low producing solo agent and cuts the cable bill and cuts the news. You know what I mean? We see that in coaching. I mean, you know, newer agents that coach with us, all of a sudden they're like, I can't afford coaching, you know, but the, but the season's ones that capitalize their business that, that you know, save for a rainy day, they actually call us. And say, you know, hey, I, I need coaching now. So I can't remember what podcast it was, but someone said that when everyone's cutting expenses, they always look at the coach and cut it. And you're cutting the one person that's actually trying to help you make more money. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, that's that scarcity mindset. And, it's, and that's why such a small percentage of businesses grow. It's why such a small percentage of real estate agents are highly productive. It's why such a small percentage of teams are successful like yours is they don't prepare and prevent. So capitalizing your business is number one. So you can get through external events like COVID, like um, like interest rate dramatic increases or whatever else may come our way, right? So that's number one is we got to be preventative. We got to capitalize our business so we don't have to like cut everything to go through it, right? Number two, so that being aside, number two, what do we do right now? Um, it's, you know, I think the mindset has got to be short term. I think everybody is too. I thought that from the start that this was, you know, when interest rates go up, it's more of a short term change in sales volume because people do get polarized like deers in the headlights and they don't want to move, right? So then they don't buy, they don't sell, they just don't know what to do. That's what happens. But in the, in the past, every time we get interest rates, it doesn't even matter if it's 17%, 12% rates, 8% rates, 6% rates, or 4% rates. People adjust and they buy and sell at the same rate, whatever rate it is, because guess what? We sell houses. That is shelter, you know, behind food and air. I, you know, I, you know, there, there, there's nothing more of a necessity item. People are going to buy it. They're certainly not going to rent. I mean, that's even more expensive. You know, that's gone up even more and it's even harder to find. So, um, so, but people need a roof over their head. So, and they know it's smarter to buy. So they're going to do it. They just got to settle in and get used to the new rates. So we, you know, during those slow down moments, and I mean, this happens every year for seasonality, especially if you're in a, you know, a cold weather area, sales really decline certain times of the year. You know what I mean? And they may be opposite if you're in a warm weather area, you know, that's when people leave and you know, that's when your seasonality kicks in, you don't have a lot of sales. So during those times, and and, and it can be environmental, it can, it can be everything to do with just the market and, and rate increases. So who knows, you're going to have slow periods in real estate. This is not a, a, a business where you get a paycheck every two weeks. When that happens, you have to adjust your mindset because we are so quick to go for low hanging fruit. Like I need money now. And that's not a business owner. What do I do to get money now? Money now may not be readily available. 
you know, yes, if you, you know, you know, in the winter or in a slow market, I mean, it's out there. Don't get me wrong. You, you make enough contacts and you do enough lead generation and or marketing activities. It's out there, but you can't move with that expectation. And the more you're capitalized, the better you're going to be patient, but you need to think in a different way. You got to change your mindset. So on that, Brian, let's touch on that. Whether you're a newer agent who, when they got into the business, it was, let's be honest, easy and anyone could sell a house and list it or someone that's been in the business a while and now we're going back into a slowdown because it's easy and certain done to change the mindset. What do you recommend? How can you do that? Give us some examples like to stay yeah. a bit positive and focused. Yeah, this is, the concept is called pipelining, okay? So you got to have goals, right? Like you have goals like, oh, I need to get more business, obviously money monetizes you, you know, but right now, what agents should be doing is trying to get as many people that want to buy or sell real estate in their knowledge within their database as humanly possible. The people that want to buy or sell this year. Okay. So you want to find as many people in the off season that wants to buy and sell in the next 12 months as humanly possible. Right. So that's the key. So you have to you have to switch from hey, I need a client right now that wants to buy. You can't be thinking, hey, I got buyers, but I just can't find them a house. You can't be thinking that way. Or I got a listing and I just need to get it sold. You can't because you can't do anything about that. You know what I mean? You put your house up for sale, you market it, you put it in the MLS. You know they're either going to come or not. You can you can get your price down. Same thing. You got a buyer. What can you really do? with that buyer to find them a house. I mean, you look in MLS, they're either, you know, you set them up on your listing e-alerts, you follow up with them, blah, blah, that's about all you can do. But you can't make listings magically appear. They're, they're gonna appear when they appear. So in the meantime, you can pipeline. Because if you're saying I'm not making enough money right now and you're working with two people that wanna find a house, yeah, I bet you're not. But if you were working with 30 buyers that wanna buy a house, Odds are you're going to be putting something under contract every week because someone's going to find something that hits the market that meets their needs. You so the key is to build a bigger inventory, right? Same with listings. You're building as many listings as humanly possible, people that want to list their home sometime this coming year because they're going to want to list at different times. Some are going to say, I want to wait till March or I want to wait till spring break or I want to wait till you know, the kids go get out of school or I want to wait till we get back from our summer vacation. Or and so, so we got to build up a big pipeline of listings so that we always have food to eat. So right now, you know, anytime sales are slow, I think of a bear hibernating. We're trying to get food in the, you know, food in the cupboard, food in the cupboard, food in the cupboard. So we have enough to eat throughout the you, year. And whoever gets a bigger pipeline is going to have a bigger year. Would you be picky right now? Or, or is this the time of year where it's like, you know what? If your price point is usually 350 and you can get a 150, take it. And if it means paying referral fees or whatever, take everything. Is that kind take of your it until you can't handle it? Take mm -hmm. it until you can't handle it, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because they might give you something to do in the meantime. If they're more urgent, um, you can always refer it out later if they consume, you know, if you're self-aware and, and, and they consume consume too much of your time. Um, but no, I'd say right now we're trying, I mean, if you don't try to get business right now, when are you going to? Mm -hmm. Like in spring and summer when you're super busy handling all your clients? You, you know, most people don't spend much time trying to get 
new business from either the people they know or the people they don't yet know. Now's the time you have the time to do it. So what you do by way of activity right now, it's the one time you can control because in spring and summer, that's when you have two competing interests. You have your clients that want to see property all the time. So all you can do is service the business. You also have the other competing interests. Actually, there's three competing interests. Then you got your clients under contract that need you all the time for this and that. And then lastly, you know what? You got more to do personally. You know, it's nicer out. As kids are out of school, you get go on vacations. You know, it's so all of a sudden you're just busier in the spring and summer. Every human is. So in the winter, that's the time, ideally, actually, the business suits up perfectly. So long as we get out of our own head, which tells us, oh, I can't do a business right now. I don't have any business. I can't afford to be. This is the so in the off seasons, when you generate for more business and what you do in the off season is what builds up your spring and summer. Because if you've got 15 people that want a list, if you can generate that number, if you can get to that number by, let's say, I don't know. March 1st, April 1st, let's say April 1st. If you can get to 15 people that you think might want to list their home, and if you can get to 10 or 15 buyers that want to buy a home this year by April 1st, you're going to explode this year because the market's going to pop off. Every, you know, We already know what's coming, like a flood of sales, much more than last year. You've got all this. I mean, you're, you're going to have great uptown problems. You're going to strike oil in a big, big way. Because you're doing the drilling right now in the off season. That's what we had Samina Chowdhury from Baltimore, Maryland on last week. She's part of Bob's group and trains with Ryan Serhant yeah. and those guys. And she was saying that in January, I think I'll butcher the numbers, but she had something like six listings go live and another like eight buyers that she's now got under buyer agency. Because we were talking about the market. She was like, I really don't care what the market is because I'm just doing my thing. I'm doing my job and I know enough people that want to do stuff throughout the year. So it doesn't affect me at all. Um, it's great. Confidence is back too. This is not, I mean, na nationally, the numbers haven't hit yet because it's, but for January, because it's too soon, but you're going to see this January is one of the strongest Januaries in history across the country for sales volume. You watch, it's right up there. It, I mean, it, and people are coming. There's a little pent up demand from a lot of people being um, stuck like a deer in the headlights last year. Yeah. Um, so that really, I mean, this really could explode. I am not sure how much it's going to, to be perfectly honest with you, but but it's definitely going to go up. So the and, key is to have a bunch of people in the pipeline because it's not like a one-off, you know, you got to build it up. And now's your only time to do it. It is your only time. I mean, so, you know, from a real estate team perspective, Josh, teams and leaders need to get more focused in on that lead measure. Like when you, when I ask how you're doing, know your numbers. I don't want to know like how many you've got under contract right now or how many you've closed year to date. You know, that, that those are lag measures. They're in the back. I call them results-based indicators. They're important to know because they motivate you, but they're not where my focus would be. Focus would be on how many people do I have in my pipeline? So teams need to be doing contests and a lot of reporting and a lot of scoreboards around and celebrating the agents that have a lot of people in their pipeline. You know what I'm saying? So like who, you know, you know, in the weekly team meeting, hey, you've got, you know, you know, Janet, she's got 15 people now that have raised their hand and saying, I want to buy this year. Those are hot A leads, let's say. She's got 15 people. And Dave over here has 10 people now build up year to date that know they want to list their home this year. 
So we're celebrating that lead measure, that activity-based indicator, not just how many contacts people make or how many appointments they set, but how many people that they identify. Mm -hmm. Because if you got 10 buyers and 15 sellers that we know want to buy and sell and move this year, that's 25 people that I'd be spending most of my time staying in touch with. I would be cultivating that. I mean, that's your gold mine. That's your that's your golden goose in the back room. I'd be I'd be attending to that golden goose. I'd be feeding that golden goose. I'd be making sure that golden goose is comfortable. I would be so happy with those twenty five people. I'd just be that. That's your highest and best use is to is to love on them and add value to them and try to get you know vendors out to them and and and, and take them. I mean that that's your people right now. But you got to identify those people and you got to grow that people because twenty five is great. If you had fifty. I mean, imagine if you had 50 of them, I, you know, you could, you could start like shopping for luxury cars or whatever you do, you know, like I <laughs> mean, that's, that's going to be a big year for you. Right. I'll so, throw my email in the chat guys. Cause I do have like a, a tracker, which is basically people that are going to do business zero to 30 days, kind of 30 to 90 days, 90 plus days. So you can kind of, your goal, like what Brian's saying is to move them from one to the next and you're just working it every single day. So I'll share that. So you can just shoot me an email and I can forward it to you. It's just a basic template, um, but I'll share that with you as well. Um, so talking about that, Brian, so keeping engaged with those guys and we'll wrap up in like 10 minutes. I know we've got to stick to our time. With regards to activity-wise, so again, not the, I know everyone knows, make phone calls, things like that, but what do you see in your top teams, your top agents, their success that they're having with engaging with their database, bringing in new people? What are some of the things that they're, they're doing or seeing success in? Um, the, are, now, are you talking to me from the from the team leader level or are you talking uh, about- More so an agent getting business level. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, number one, I mean, I'll always preface it with this, you know, 80% of home sales, you know, the, the, for the last, I don't know, 35 years now, the National Association of Realtors does a survey of home buyers and sellers. And between 78 to 82% of people that bought or sold a home did so with a realtor that they either knew or someone they knew knew which means SOI, sphere of influence, referral-based business represents on average 80% of home sales. Okay, that's number one. So everybody's always looking for this magic pill outside of that, okay? And I, I love a lot of those magic pills. I teach and coach a lot of them, okay? I do, I mean, all the different ways you prospect. So understand that 20% of home sales comes from expired listings, FISBOs, you know, online leads, people are buying, circle prospecting, door knocking, all of the different things for people we don't know, okay? That's only 20, but 80%, that, that comes from people that you are already in relationship with and or people they're in relationship with, right? By a degree of separation. So it's so easy as humans to, to, to start trying to say, hey, there's this quick lead source, um, and I'll tell you this, almost all top producing agents and teams will tell you that the bulk of their business comes from that sphere. I mean, I remember Edie when she was, you know, a, a tiny little agent, you know, I'm not, you know, tiny, she was still a big agent, but the point, I mean, all her business was, was built by referral. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your whole team's business is built by referral. Almost all sex, a healthy business is almost always built by referral. It's much easier business. It's higher price business. So anything we do on top of that needs to be never in lieu of that. 
It needs to be in addition to that. So I would always say, first and foremost, like you don't get to do anything if we aren't staying in contact with our sphere of influence, right? If you if you if you've done that and you and you're in contact with them, which we'll talk about some of the things they're doing. Only then do we move on to something else. Okay, only then. So don't try to skip to magic pills. They do not exist, not with any longevity. I don't care if you have short-term luck with it. The worst thing that can happen is you do one of those magic pills and get some business from it because then you'll think it's going to work for like two years. And that's how people, that's how 87% of real estate agents don't make it five years in the business. Mm -hmm. That's how 87% of real estate agents don't make it five years is because they just refuse to work their database of people they know. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here talking to Josh Wells, who freaking moves over here across the pond, knew freaking nobody. And, and the time he spent over here was in a different city in college. You told me to do two things, cool Fizbo's and do open houses. Yeah, well, you you had the Fizbo idea down already, I think, if, if I remember correctly. No, you called me on a video or something I had out there. So I can't remember what it was. But yeah. And 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 you built your SOI, like, and that's what you can never do it. So he he built his SOI, which is now a very strong one, and prospected on top of it to meet new people to get business right now and continue to grow that SOI. So we got to do that. Number one, you know what we're doing right now, especially in a slow market, especially in areas that have seasonality issues where people aren't out and about a lot because it's winter. Let's say. I would say the favorite thing people doing right now is video texting. This is a phenomenal thing. It works at a big level um, where you just shoot a quick 30 second video on your phone and you send it to a member of your SOI. It's a 30, it's gotta be super casual. Just make sure there's enough light where they can see your face, but don't dress up, don't get lighting, don't get all crazy with it. You start doing that, you won't do this. It's gotta be super. I like to do it. Most people do it behind the wheel of their car. I mean, don't be driving obviously, but you know, you're parked somewhere because it looks like you're out working when you do that, right? So maybe every day when you drive someplace, when you leave, shoot one video, when you come back, shoot another video. Now um, you, to text a 30 second video does usually mean you need to get by some Wi-Fi. So maybe send the video when you get close to some Wi-Fi. Um, you know, because in, and that's why we don't go 60 seconds or, you know, anything longer than that. 45 seconds will still probably work. But I'll tell you, when you receive a video text from somebody, okay, like right now we had everybody doing it, you know, over the holidays. Hey, man, a new year can work too. Uh, a quick little video test saying, hey, you know, something as casual as, hey, you know, John, how's it going? It's Brian. Just reaching out to you, man. I, you know, I, I saw you on face. I saw your post on Facebook this morning, man. I saw your kids graduating from college this year. I cannot believe where the time's been. So I just want to reach out and say congratulations, man. I, you've done a great job. And I just want to reach out and didn't want to bother you or anything and say hi and then say, I miss you, man. Something like that. Very, you're not asking for business. You're just loving on them. You get a video. I, I got a few of those like videos like that over Christmas. And all of a sudden I see them. I'm mm -hmm. building a relationship with them. It's got to be very short. It's got to be very personal. So say their names. Don't make it look like a robocall. You know, like say, hey, hey, how's Janet? How's the kids? You know, a great way to do it is get onto your, you know, Facebook and, you know, every single day or get on Instagram every single day in and out like a ninja. Do what we teach. Get in there and love on the 10, 10, 5 where you're liking 10 people, you're commenting on 10 people, and you're either direct messaging or post sharing with five people every single day. 
do it in 15 minutes and get out of Facebook because I don't want you wasting time in there. When you do that, you're going to see people and you're going to see an event in their life that you can easily create quick content, which is the key to real estate going forward, is content curation. You need to know what to say to them. And by going in, you can look at their life events and then comment on them. Hey, I saw you lost your dad, man. And I wanted to say, you know, I'm really thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Um, our thoughts are with you. If there's anything we can do, we're here. So I just want to reach out and, and let you. And man, you're going to spread some happiness. You're going to spread some joy. I want to congratulate you. A lot of people do these on happy birthdays. They have them set in their CRM for all their SOI members' birthdays. And every time they get a birthday or a family anniversary or a home purchase anniversary for a past client, it triggers a notification in your CRM that tells you, hey, send out that video text. It's and if you easy. Don't have a cell phone number, don't use that as an excuse. Do it as a private message on Facebook, I assume. Absolutely. Because everybody opens a private message. Do you know that the open rate on Facebook and the open rate of a, a, a Facebook messenger is about 60%? You know what the open rate of an email is? Two to 10%. If you know them, 10%. If you don't know them, less than two. Okay. Um, but on Facebook Messenger, we're way up there. You know what it is on a text message? If you get their cell phone number, 98.5% of text messages are opened that people receive, especially to someone they know. Make sense? So that's your open rate. So they will see your face. They will hear your voice. Other than a phone call, that is the next best thing you can do because they see you. They hear you and you're just adding value. If you cannot do this, I strongly suggest you think about getting out of real estate because this is a people business. This is not about the fact you love houses. That will not keep you alive in this business. You better be okay with getting vulnerable and putting yourself out there and making people feel good and helping people. This is a people business. So you going out there and every day spreading love like this, like literally loving on 25 people by doing the 10, 10, 5, by liking positively, commenting and reaching out to help people. And then sending two video texts right after that should take you a whopping 30 minutes a day. And you're going to actually make 27 contact tacks. They're going to make people, you know, feel good. QROI. Huge. That's without even making a phone call. So don't give me that excuse. I mean, I can sit here and tell you how to make phone calls all day long because they're very vital. It's the most powerful touch you can make. Um, but if, but you know, at least I told you how to be getting going. You know what I mean? That's an easy way. No one can argue with me. I mean, you really can't have an excuse on that one. And I feel like now as well, you can actually help your clients because again, the past couple of years, it was just, it was basically a glorified door opener. We was all just running, let's go open yeah. doors. When now you're actually having those. I mean, I had some clients recently. Do you have a plumber? Do you have a fence company? Do you have it? Now you're actually helping a little bit. We're negotiating, which was nice on price and things. So that's coming right. back. And I feel like, and maybe this is what your coaching coming in. We're talking about your YouTube channel and stuff. There's nothing wrong with being an agent that joined a year or two ago, but you may not have that skill set. You never had to use it. When now you're going to have to. So let's kind of transition to. Everyone's got to learn. Everyone's got to grow. Edie is always going to classes and growing and training. Let's talk about kind of your guys' company. Let's wrap up on that. The books that you guys write, where they can buy them, your training company itself, and your YouTube channel would be awesome. And maybe even your Facebook page. 
Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. You can go to EisenhowerCoaching.com. It's spelled Eisenhower. I think it's behind me back there. Yeah. You can see it. I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R, EisenhowerCoaching.com. You go there, you're going to find a lot. You can subscribe to our newsletter there. That's totally free. Um, the, um, and, and you'll get weekly emails with different scripts, tools. We do the same thing we're telling you to do. You know, we, we, we try to add value. We're coming from contributions. So you're going to see newsletter emails to you. We have one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, real estate productivity training websites in the world. Um, so if you want to be a part of that community, there's a lot of ways to do it for free to start with. You can also go to our real estate agent roundtable Facebook group. It's called The Real Estate Agent Roundtable. Um, we've got tens of thousands of members in there sharing scripts and tools and systems. So going to The Real Estate Agent Roundtable, I definitely would sign up for that and, and become a member of that. Um, lots of collaboration on how to grow your business. That costs you absolutely nothing. You'll see a lot of our training videos. Um, go to the Eisenhower Coaching YouTube channel. Uh, we put out two to three videos per week. That is all going to help you. We're not trying to sell you on stuff. Um, and then you can go, yeah, and you can see Ganassa has tons of training materials there as well, too. Um, we do have coaches that'll help you, you know, getting through all this and knowing, you know, how to how to get through all of that is, uh, oh, that's my YouTube channel. Yeah, it's a robust YouTube channel. There, there are thousands of videos of different ways to generate business on there. Um, and we've got, uh, again, uh, what is that? Almost 20,000 subscribers. Look at that. You're going to be making money from this. Yeah, there. Yeah, well, we 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 we've got quite a few people on there. That's for darn sure. Yeah. So getting involved on YouTube as well. Um, you know, if you're real serious about it, success leaves clues. Get a coach. I mean, a lot of people say I can't afford a coach. Um, you know, again, I you know I would I would argue that you can't afford not to. So it's got, I see Edie back there. Look at that. Edie snuck in behind. There she is. Yes. The uh, there. That's awesome. So, yeah, there she is. Love you, Edie. Yes, I haven't seen that face in a while. So it's good to see her. Um, she tried to sneak in without being noticed. But anyway, so that, you know, that's ways you can help us get involved with the community, you know, sign up, join. Um, I'm a fan of you guys always. You always be nearest and dearest to my heart. Gotten to, gotten to know so many of you over the years. So it's it's fun to watch you. Love it. And plug a couple of your recent books on Amazon. That I believe you can buy them all on Amazon. Is that right? Yeah, you can buy all of them. You just, you know, type in my name on Amazon, Brian Eisenhower, and those will start to come up to you. I think we got 11 or 12 of them out there. Um, I would say the popular ones, you know, the high performing real estate team is my, uh, is is the one that's done the best. The Inman, uh, Inman News ranked at is the, one of the most read, read um, must read books of last year. That one's done quite well for me. Um, but there's a, there's a, you know, so I'd, I'd take a look at that one. It's, it's a very robust uh Thorough, probably the most thorough book you could ever read on real estate teams. It's a hard one to get through. It's got so it's like a dictionary or like an encyclopedia. Am I? Uh, but there's quite a few others on how to build your SOI, how to farm neighborhoods, things like that. We've got a lot of online courses you can just kind of subscribe to on one-offs on my EisenhowerCoaching.com channel as well, too. Awesome. So you're gonna be rooting for the Chiefs on Sunday? I will be rooting for the Chiefs. They are they, <laughs> they, 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 I, I'm ecstatic for that for that game on Sunday. So go Chiefs, 100 percent 100%. Well, I appreciate it. I know I kind of ran a few minutes late for you, so I apologize. Um, but thanks everyone for joining. Please go on his website, take a look on the YouTube channel, order those books. And right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It is awesome. You bet. Love it. Thanks, Josh. Bye, guys. We'll see everybody. See ya.